Don't do this at home. Legitimately, it's actually supposed to be really bad for you. Am I right? <laughs> right. Right. I'm going to do more. <laughs> Good luck getting through the intro. Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. In this podcast, we go away and we research things and then come back and try and educate each other. Meanwhile, being complete idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we try and educate each other on certain topics and usually just end up filling our heads filled with absolute nonsense. What do you have today? Uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, today I have the topics of drink yeah. and animals. Ooh, interesting. I've got food and miscellaneous, the random one. Our random joke around. Well, you can talk about anything. And that is the end of the helium. Oh, really is the voice for TV, like oh my kids God. TV. Hey, wee! Welcome to Voice for TV! <laughs> oh my God, that's so high. Uh, I've... <coughs> there we go. <laughs> He's <laughs> back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Andy! Hey! Who are you? Yeah, so I requested to go first. I'm going to make sure that you're okay with that. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You can go, go first. Like, yeah. Can I go first and last? So you get the two middle ones. Sure, we'll, cool. we'll do that. <laughs> um, you're going to hate this. Great, okay. You should not have let me go first. I'm going to say that now. This is entirely your fault, but whatever. No, it's not entirely my fault, because I didn't have all the information. If I had all the information, would I have let you go first? Uh, probably, actually, to be fair. <laughs> probably still would have further content. Right. <laughs> so my first one's food. Great, okay. What are we doing? <laughs> Chili peppers are eaten by oh, a quarter no! by a quarter of the Earth's population every oh, day. Oh no! In most countries around the globe, you've had a very mysterious Amazon package arrive today. <laughs> yes, I did. I'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> oh! I already hate you. Like, I, honestly, it wouldn't have mattered if you'd gone first. I still would have hated you. Oh no! I realised that. I realised that. Uh, they are perennial shrubs, or grown on perennial shrubs. Uh, that's shrubs that have existed apparently forever. So they're one of the oldest, technically a fruit, because it's seeds yeah. inside. One of the oldest fruits. But belonging to the capsicum family. Found across the Americas for thousands of years, and they found their way to Europe after Christopher Columbus massacred his way across America. Also, I'm going to note that I did notice you went out and bought milk today, and you got the usual four pints that last us a week, but you also got two other individual pints, and I thought that yeah. was very strange. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't At the time, I went, that's a bit weird. It's only just popped back into my head. <laughs> there is milk available. Uh, I'm going to request that we you hold off on the milk for as long as possible. But we'll I'm get- going to request we'll- that we just don't do this. We'll get to that. <laughs> Archaeologists have traced the domestication slash cultivation of chili peppers all the way back to 5000 BCE. Wow! So in the UK, for for, for context, we just started agriculture with wheat. Wow! At the time. At the time that 
they started cultivating peppers. Yeah, Stonehenge was yet to be built. <clears throat> wow! So this is this is two to three thousand years and before Stonehenge. Fucking old. It's two to three thousand years before Stonehenge. Ridiculous. Uh, so we jump forward to the 1400s when the conquistadors arrived. Aztec and Mayan civilizations were using chilies to flavor food, drink. Uh, most famously, they drank the chocolate and they put yeah. chilies in the chocolate and drank it. And delicious, I'd expect. Uh, also, as medicine to cure illnesses and to fumigate their homes. Uh, one chili. This is this is this is the fun bit. One chili could boost your immune system. Quite substantially. Uh, it contains as much vitamin C as six oranges. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> Neither did I. I apparently, chilies are apparently a superfood. They're six of your five a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a report in Time magazine suggests that eating spicy food will give you a 14% reduced risk of death and potentially, potentially... Slow the growth of cancerous cells. On the other hand, there is a suspicion that overindulging in spicy foods could increase the risk of skin cancer or cancer of the digestive tract. Are you about to give me bowel cancer? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. We're not going to overindulge. Because not... you know, like it runs in my family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is legitimately your call. You don't have to do this. Uh, but I, I, I do have options. <laughs> so well, this is my Amazon package. Yeah. So you can either... You have the choice of two things. And I will have one... There's there's a few of these. We're not going to get... We're not going to eat all of this shit. Fucking hell. Uh, so I'll have the other option. Okay. That you don't choose. You can either have a Carolina Reaper scratching... <laughs> so pork scratchings, Carolina Reaper style. Okay. Or Carolina Reaper fudge. <laughs> um, I'm assuming they're both in the same company. Uh, Chili Wizards. Chili both, Wizards. They're both from the Chili Wizards. Shout out to the Chili Wizards. What up, Chili Wizards? <laughs> um, uh, and Carolina Reaper. Okay. Carolina Reaper is the considered the hottest chili in the world. You. Fucking dickhead! Why would you do that? <laughs> well, because I wanted to talk about chilies, and I thought we can't talk about chilies without sampling a chili. Considered to be the hottest chili in the world. <laughs> the Carolina Reaper, yes. <laughs> so, no matter your decision, it's going to hurt. Yeah! <laughs> but, no matter your decision, it's going to hurt me too. Uh, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go get the milk. Yeah, do that. I'm going to try and see how long... I can't express how much I don't want to do this. No, I'm so scared. (laughs) I'm doing this to myself. But it's good content. Which would you like? (laughs) The Reaper Scratchings... I'll take a bit of the fudge. Or the fudge. Okie doke. Fudge comes in a lovely plastic little box. (laughs) It's got a picture of a skull on it. Yeah, a skull wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> I'm genuine. I was hoping you'd pick this. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Okay, just from smelling the 
I've opened the tub. <laughs> no, it smells like fudge. This one. Yeah, well, it would do. It is fudge. There, there's a bit of a like a residual kick right behind it, but it doesn't like on the nose. It's not terrible. <laughs> Warning: This product has been made using the world's hottest chili. Please use with extreme care. Oh no. <laughs> You um, you are just not a smart person, and neither am I. Apparently, this is <laughs> content. Uh, so I'm this, this. These are the photos I'm going to get for Instagram, <laughs> and I'm going to try and hold off using my milk uh, for as long as I can during the podcast. I I'm opening my milk now, and I'm having it ready on the side. <laughs> Look at that! Holy shit! There's, oh. <coughs> okay, I've got a I've got a bit of fudge here. I've got my fudge. Okay. I'm really not looking forward to this at all. Neither am I. I'm fucking terrified. Oh, God. I'm shaking. (laughs) You ready? Cheers. Go. Oh, God. That is pretty instantaneously spicy. That is tingling every inch of my tongue. I mean, it's not that bad. Oh, hello. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I can feel it in my ear. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, Swallowed. Not... Fudge was a mistake, actually, because it's sticking to my mouth. Yeah. That's not too bad. Ooh. I quite like that. Oh, no! There it is! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, so, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sweating. I'm sweating buckets. Yeah, it's already started. Oh, my God. Built the food fire. <laughs> Okay. <coughs> yeah. It, oh, my, I didn't get like it's just slowly building. No, my mine was sort of. Oh, that, that's it. Tastes amazing. To be fair, I get that. I like it. Uh, and then it just hit. I've had worse. This is unpleasant, but it's not like. Yeah, it's not. I am gonna sip the milk. Oh, fair. Oh, fair. I'm gonna have another. <laughs> that is delicious. It's fucking hot. Oh, it's... yeah, no, it's super spicy. I'm only sipping milk so I can what's, continue what's to like? talk. It's good fudge. It is quite tasty. Yeah. Um, but you don't get a lot of taste from the chilli because it is all just heat. Yeah. That one had nothing on it. I might have some fudge. Oh. <laughs> okay, there. The second one. <laughs> there you are. Hello. Yeah, oh. I've had a couple of good slugs of milk and I'm still feeling it. It still tingles. I mean, that doesn't look like anything, does it? That's I'm shaking. I'm still shaking. That's That looks so innocent. I'm still... Oh, this isn't going away. This is going to hang around oh. for the rest of the podcast. I hate yeah. it. <coughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have some fudge and then we'll crack on with your segment, Yeah, okay, we? go for it. Tell me mm. which one you prefer, that or... Because I'm not touching and scratching. Um, oh, that's nice. Um, no, I quite like the scratching. The scratching's got... Oh, my God! (laughs) 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 Oh, my God! I'm immediately sweating profusely. Oh, the fudge is so much worse. (laughs) Because it hangs around in your mouth. Yeah, it just sticks to the roof of your mouth. Oh, my God! I'm still feeling it on my tongue. I've had a half a pint of milk now. Two of them was a mistake. And then adding that... Holy shit! Okay... Oh my god! Right, next, oh, next. Crying. Let's go. <laughs> this is all your fault, but oh, oh, 
We'll try and move on, shall we? To, yeah, uh, teach me things. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh my god! Oh, the hate is just refuses <laughs> <laughs> to leave. Swill them, swill the milk, swill it. Oh! Oh, don't breathe in. Why am I. <laughs> oh my god, my nose is going now. Oh. I mean, this is quality content. It's about to get a bit more boring. Oh, it won't. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I've just I sniffed, and it's just immediately <laughs> on straight into every bit of my sinuses, and now my ears are ringing. Oh, the back of my throat just got hit. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, let me go first. was a mistake. Oh, <laughs> oh I should not have asked. Oh. But to be fair, oh. it was first or second, so... Oh my god, I'm crying. Right next, just go. Oh my god. So let's move on from food <coughs> to drink. Okay. Okay, we're going to go a bit <sighs> highbrow now, which is not something that our podcast usually does. No, it doesn't. We know, we're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Oh my god, I'm going to I'm gonna have some more of that if it, <laughs> if it goes away before I get milk. Oh my god, it's not going. No, I'm having this entire pint of milk throughout this podcast. Ooh. But I want to talk... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's we go. just have to sit in this for a little bit, I think. Oh, my God. Oh, I need some more helium. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wine. I want to talk about wine. Excellent. I love wine. Do you love wine? I do enjoy are, wine. Are, are you a wine drinker? Uh, on occasion. On occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we, we're different kinds of wine drinkers, I think. Okay. Because um, I, I do. I enjoy a glass of wine. I yeah. like a glass of wine. Whenever I, like, of, a, of an evening, if you have some in, you'll be having a red. Mm. <clears throat> but I'm, oh my God, quite a fan of a, <laughs> a, a, a sweet white. Okay. Or like a... Fruity white. A crisp, like a wintry red. <clears throat> that's my, that's my jam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely quite a bit of pain. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is the devil's food. Carry, carry on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Wine, wine. Do you know how to? Do you know how to drink wine? Um. I've done a couple of tastings with mum and dad. Mm. Um, <coughs> yeah, they've got a good, they've got a good wine collection. They've got so much fucking wine; it's ridiculous. That whole room is just stacked with it. They, they hardly ever drink it. I've never seen that room empty. <laughs> <coughs> I say room; it's in the toilet under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I might end up shirtless by the end of this. He's currently removing his cardigan for the oh. people who are not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Indulging this podcast in the oh. in its natural non video format. Oh, oh. God, yeah, talking hurts. Oh my god. Ugh. Carry on. <coughs> yeah, wine. Mm. Oh my god, we so, haven't got past wine. What's the first thing that you do when tasting wine? After um, it's been poured into the glass? You've got a glass of wine presented in front of you. The first is thing it you red or it. is it white? Either, any. Ooh, okay. Uh, then swill it? Swill it around the glass? Nah, you just look at it. Oh, okay. I've gone through several articles uh, and YouTube videos 
Um, but this uh, main one I'm referencing is from <coughs> winemag.com. Yeah. Teaches you the steps that you go through when tasting and evaluating a wine. Okay. And the first thing that you do. <laughs> drink your milk, mate. The no, first thing that you do. It's calming down. Mine isn't. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm arguing it for another. My nose is. is yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that you do. Is just look at the wine. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at the colour. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if you've got a red, you look at the colour of your red. Um, some, a lot of places have said that you can tilt it slightly over uh, a white napkin or even a menu. Um, so you get can like a balance behind it. Get a balance behind mm-hmm. it. See how transparent the wine is. See how deep the red is. Um, so, if you've got a red that is a deeply saturated purple or black colour, you mm-hmm. might be dealing with something like a syrup. Is it um, a, a type of grape? Yep, yeah, Syrah like, or Shiraz <clears throat> is, I think, generally thought to be the same sort of grape, so yeah. you've heard of Shiraz or a Syrah. <laughs> if there's ever a break in the continuity of this, it's because I'm taking a huge swig of milk. My nose is on fire. Yeah, mate, it's I can't running. explain it. Um, <laughs> it's not running, there's nothing coming out of it. Whereas if you've got a paler, slightly more transparent uh, red, it might be a Pinot Noir. Okay. So there's a lot <laughs> you can learn just from looking at it. So a Pinot Noir is lighter than every other kind of wine? It's uh, Pinot Noir is considered to be a lighter. That makes no sense. Red to me. wine. That makes no sense. Well, you got Noir. Pinot Noir and you got Pinot Grigio. But Noir is black. Yeah, it's just a red or a white version of the same grape. Okay. That could be completely factually incorrect. I, <laughs> I don't know if about wine. <coughs> oh, hello. <laughs> that was deep in the throat. So then, after you've had a good look at it, you've tilted it over your menu or whatever, that's when you give it a swirl. Yeah. Okay, do you know why people swirl their wines? Um, I've got two theories. Mm-hmm. One is because you get to see the legs of it. Yeah. You get to sort of assess how much the alcohol content from that, Yeah. give or take, uh, and aeration. Yeah, okay, yeah, those are both pretty much bang on the money. Um, so you give it a swirl and the legs of your wine are the um, residual like teardrops that you get down the sides of your glass when it settles. Oh, okay. Um, and usually that um, good legs, really clear visual legs, is indicative of high sugar content, which usually means a higher a high alcohol, alcohol base and can mean um, uh, a bigger, riper flavour in your wine. Yeah. Um, but pretty much every article I've read says... Don't pay too much attention to that. It's, you know, pretty hit and miss on whether that's actually a thing. Okay. You know, you can get good legs on a bad wine, or you can get shit legs on a good wine. So it doesn't necessarily in, like indicate how good the wine is. No, not it's, at all. It's literally just alcohol content. Yeah. And even then, it's never a hundred percent. But what it does do is um, all of that wine all that's in the legs that's kind of stuck to the side of the glass that evaporates quicker than everything else that's in the. You know, settle in the bottom of it, obviously. Yeah. And that um, greater evapor- evaporation leads to. Sorry, it's just the, oh fuck it out! I've just been hit with a second wave of this really? chili. Yeah. Mine's settled. Mine's it's going. My, but... my burn is all in my nose now. My left nostril. Is on fire. <laughs> but yeah, that evaporation leads to a higher rate of release of the scent. Right. So that's your next step. Once you're doing this well, having a smell. Have a smell. Get your nose on it. Nah, see, what you don't do is apparently you don't bury your nose in the glass. <laughs> you just hover it, hover your nose over the lip of it. Okay, so you don't 
like get no, right no, you, it's not like potpourri where you shove it in your face <laughs> don't do that that's don't do that with potpourri you just um, <laughs> you just allow the sense to carry up towards you okay and you can be looking for all sorts of scents within that uh, you swirl you sniff don't bury your nose um, most wines are going to have some sort of fruity flavor it's a fr- it's made from a grape it's, it's a fruit, fruit so yeah. they're all going to have a some sort of fruit but they're all going to be different kind of fruit flavors depending on the grape um, and you can tell a lot about where it is grown uh, and the conditions under which it was grown from what sort of fruits you get from it and we'll move on to that uh, a little okay. bit later on um, but there's yeah there's other aromas to look for as well for example floral aromas are particularly oh you find a lot of floral aromas in wines that have been grown in a cooler environment so uh, things like Riesling and other German, German wines yeah. Some wines have like a herbal or a grassy note to them, like a Sauvignon Blanc is often strongly uh, grassy, and a Cabernet Sauvignon can be scented with herbs and hints of vegetation. Ooh, um, <laughs> and many reds can said to be have, uh, have like earthy notes to them, a uh, sense of mushroom or damp earth or leather. Yeah, you get a lot in in, in red wines. Oh, cool. Uh, so what do you I'm not sure that's a nice taste. Or smell leather. Oh, I don't mind the smell of leather, and I've, I've had red wines where you can you can smell um, smell it. And you've, have you heard of the word tannins? Oh yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the, like you need to release the tannins. Yeah, well, tannins are usually the more tannins you've got in your wine, it's usually um, the longer the skins have been left in to saturate. Okay. Uh, during the process of making it, and it usually leads to like a bitterness uh, <clears throat> right. in your wine. Um, and I would suggest that. Again, feel free to at me on this. Not a wine expert, but I think the more times you get in, you tend to get more of those kind of leather and earthier flavours. Okay. <laughs> I'm top of the throat. <laughs> um, and then, after you've had a good sniff, then it's time to taste. Okay. And oh, so there's a lengthy process before you even... Before you even get it into your mouth, yeah. <sighs> you got you got to look at it, you got to give it a swirl, give that a look, you got to give it a sniff and then you get to taste um, and then you take a good sip one woman on YouTube said you take a bigger sip than you would do if you were drinking socially so you can really coat the insides of your mouth and you want to try and make sure that you get every corner of your mouth in contact with the wine yeah because the different sections of your tongue have yeah exactly you want and... to open up as much of your mouth to exploring the wine as you can right and you also want to take in a sip of air so you take a sip of the wine and while that's still in your mouth uh sip air like you're sipping through a straw oh yeah so you i've get heard a, that one yeah uh which apparently aerates the wine more and opens up those um right opens up those flavor profiles a bit more and allows the uh, allows it to circulate through your mouth and up the back of your throat into your olfactory sense as well. So it's, you're kind of giving it a second sniff as you taste. Oh, okay. And remember, when tasting wine, I think the most important thing to take away from any of this, like it was uh, all of these articles that I read were so complex and going to so <laughs> many different things. Like there is no right or wrong thing that you can pull from smelling or tasting the wine or looking at the so wine. So you could you could have a taste of something and say it tastes like this and someone else will... Absolutely. It's all about <laughs> you and your experience with it, I think, is the most important thing to take yeah. away. What about spitting out, is that? I mean, I think... I, I would suggest that people are only doing that on wine tastings because they don't want to get drunk. Oh, OK. Because <laughs> I've been on many wine tasting and I never spat my wine out. <laughs> Same. 
Like, why, why, why would I pay why, to drink this yeah, wine? Why waste good wine? It's meant to be good wine. That's why you're tasting it. Drink it. Yeah. I, yeah. Completely. <laughs> um, so you say that you like a white wine. A sweet white. A sweet white. So if I was to present... I've got a little list of uh, popular whites and popular reds. These are usually the ones that you find in most bars and restaurants. <coughs> okay. Um, so I think the one that you would like... Uh, it's probably described as very sweet, uh, intense fruit flavours, much lighter than something like a Chardonnay. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a Riesling. Oh, yeah. It's a German yeah. one. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So whereas a Chardonnay is, you know, fruity, buttery, uh, with a velvety feel. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so some of these uh, articles keep saying, like, you use four or five senses when tasting wine. So you look at it, you give it a smell, you taste it, and you are feeling it. And the way it feels in your mouth is quite important. How thin, how viscous a wine is. Um, I mean, you really can, if you, if you swill it around your mouth, you can hear it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to get from that. You hear it on the it, port. So, it sounds like... Wine... <laughs> Ooh, I think I think I'm at the end of the. <clears throat> Mate, the I'm now. fine. I haven't even had. I might have some more. <laughs> when we finish wine, I might have some more. I I I'm gonna leave you to that. They're tasty man. I, I like fudge, and you know, give or take a pork scratching, but I think I draw the line. At <laughs> <laughs> intentionally hurting yourself when eating it. Anyway, um, so a Chardonnay, fruity, buttery, velvety. Uh, Pinot Grigio is another one that you see a lot of. Uh, very simple, light-bodied, dry and crisp. Yeah. Not a massive fan of a Pinot Grigio myself. Yeah, same. I usually think there's not a lot to it. You can. I, I've, I'm, every time I go out, you either find Chardonnay or Pinot Grigio. Those yeah. are the two that you find. So I'm sort of never drinking wine because I can't find a Riesling, apparently. No, I, I never, Rieslings are less popular out and about. I think they are becoming slightly more popular. They are there, you just need to look for them. But Pinot Grigio you'll find anywhere, and it's usually very, very pale in colour. And I usually prefer something like a Sauvignon Blanc if I'm drinking white, which is a dry, yeah. tart, with acidic. Um, you get a lot of herbal notes and tropical fruit flavours in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of Sauvignon Blanc if I'm drinking a white wine. But as I said, I usually drink red. I like my deep, um, you know, a Malbec or... Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. So I've got Cabernet Sauvignon, full-bodied with herbal notes, um, and younger Cabernet Sauvignons tend to have rich flavours of currant. Oh. Don't know why the older ones don't. Are you, are you a fan of? Well, I mean, it might have something to do with the tannins. It might have. Yeah. Got rid of those. Are you? Are you a fan of currants and raisins and? Um. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Never would have associated that with what I like in my wine, though. But... Yeah. Well, I mean, having what after what we've discussed already. People taste different shit. Yeah. So, you probably don't taste them. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and I've got a note here on Pinot Noir, as we mentioned it earlier. Delicate, fresh, and fruity aromas. Uh, Pinot Noir is considered to be one of the more delicate, uh, thinner-bodied of the reds. Huh. On another note, I've got a, a bottle of Malbec, an Argentinian Malbec from Aldi. four forty nine a bottle. Absolutely yeah. bloody brilliant. My <laughs> well, little, uh, another my thing, another thing I heard is, for you there. <clears throat> another thing I heard is when you're buying wine, as soon as you get to like seven pound fifty ish, 
anything above that is just profit. So it's not worth that much more. It's just considered. Yeah. So yeah, it's like they're not they're not putting any more into it than you're going to get out. But it just costs more because it's a brand or it's a yeah. name or it's a yeah. Oh, so seven fifty. That's as far as you need to go for a good good wine. Yeah. It's a hugely complex world um, wine tasting and like any alcohol tasting like beer and whiskies and gins are all getting just as complex these days and if you want to dive into it I 100% will say do it and it can only deepen your appreciation for what it is you're drinking and that can only be a good thing yeah. just don't be a dick about it and just you know, yeah, don't, be, don't become a wine wine snob don't be a snob about it don't judge people for what they're drinking or what they're buying and Drink what you enjoy. If what you enjoy is a four pound fifty bottle from Aldi, enjoy know, it. Enjoy it. Yeah, I it, I think it was an excellent find when I found <laughs> that. It was a brilliant bottle of wine. Really enjoyed it. I went back and bought it two more times. That's <laughs> yeah, lucky. It's cheap. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I can't afford a nice wine. I'll just buy that. Oh, it's actually really nice. <laughs> yeah, don't be a snob about drinking your wine. Yeah, you know this is like how wine connoisseurs and sommeliers tell you to drink it. But at the end of the day, if you're enjoying it, it doesn't really matter how you're enjoying it. Yeah, just have a have a have a sip. Yeah, and figure out what you like is the biggest thing about drinking wine. That's why people go into so much depth about it. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I've got on wine. Um, so we're going to move on to animals. Ooh, yay! Yeah, because we're we're because because I asked. So go yeah. first and last. You, because we're going to do the miscellaneous last. <laughs> I'm, gonna ha- I'm just going to have another scratching. You no. just had another scratching, actually. It was a small one. Yeah. They're tasty, man. They're really delicious. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. They're really tasty. It's just a shame that they burn. Yeah. Why would you do that to you? Why would you do that to a scratch? Or a bit of fudge? To be fair. Because oh, they taste God, really the nice. on me now. <laughs> the milk's coming back to haunt you. Oh, God. It's a pint of milk in about five minutes. <laughs> Animals. Animals. Rather fittingly, I've looked at... I, just, I was trying to find some fun animal facts in particular. In a, you know, particular, I was doing a bit of research, and I came across some animals that do some very cool things. Okay. They're all predators, so I've looked oh, at... nice. Interesting ways in which animals hunt. And certain animals have developed some very, very interesting ways of hunting. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about. Net-casting spiders. Fucking cool. They're on days. They are pretty great. They have massive eyes, which allow them to see in low light. So they can sometimes be called ogre-faced spiders. Okay. Sounds a bit mean. Yeah. Considering what they do, their actions, I think, are much cooler than how they look. (laughs) Um, so they set traps for their prey Um, they leave white feces on the ground as a target point and then they hang themselves directly above that target point depressing uh, on a thread like a spider (laughs) spider he was very sad using its silk it creates a net that it holds in its front arm using its front legs as it's hanging upside down and I'm with doing, it, I'm doing the first part of YMCA. Yeah, cool. with a net in its hands, <clears throat> waiting for something to cross that little target that it's set on the floor. And when it does, with incredible speed, and there are videos of this, it just jumps down and catches it in its net and wow. wraps it up. So most spiders create this, you know, their... Elaborate web thing. Spider webs are huge 
cover a huge area and just wait for something to fly into it. This is actually like it's like running out with a butterfly net and catching its prey. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. What it, it's prey the same as it's insects and yeah, it's smaller insects, moths and things. Because there are there are spiders that go for birds. Did you yeah, know that? They're, yeah, they're bird-eating spiders. Fucking terrifying. Well, usually the bigger the spider, the less damage it's going to do to a human. Because smaller spiders are the venomous ones. Because they need the venom because they're small. Yeah. So for a black, a black widow, for example, will bite a mouse and then just follow it till it dies. <laughs> That's insidious as fuck. Whereas a tarantula needs to be big because its prey is usually smaller than it. Yeah. And it needs to outmuscle it. <laughs> Did you know that spiders have a um, a max size that they can go up to? Because because of the way they breathe, their, their capacity for breath uh, and they're they're not gills, but they've got like a breathing apparatus on the outside that can only go to a, a, a certain size. So you can't get a spider bigger than the biggest spider in the world. Oh, well, that's... Because, because they can't breathe if they won't got any bigger. That's somewhat comforting. So yeah. the film Eight-Legged Freaks can't, can't actually happen, happen yeah, in real impossible. life. Impossible. I love that movie. That movie's ridiculous. <laughs> that is a ridiculous movie. <laughs> yeah, one more historical inaccuracy in Harry Potter, though. That's a micromantula, not a spider. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to the New Zealand glowworm. Okay. Okay, uh, these are the larvae of the fungus gnat. Yeah. They stay as a glowworm for nine months, but they, as an adult gnat, they're alive for about three days. Oh. Because as an adult gnat, they actually can't eat. They have no mouths. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so, oh, that's so mean. So they're alive just long enough to reproduce and create more glowworms that then turn into things that... Can't live. We can't live. Glowworms. The glowworms can't reproduce, but the adults can't eat. So, that's. I mean, as a life cycle, at least you know. Yeah. You know you're <laughs> about to go. So anyway, uh, they live in caves, like they like cool, damp environments, and they usually hang from the ceiling. And as the name would suggest, they are bioluminescent, so they've got a bit on the end of the tail that glows. Oh, cool. Oh, it's just on the end of the tail. It's just... Yeah, it's just on the rump. Um, and they're hanging from the ceiling, glowing, attracting its prey. But they also dangle a sort of fishing line. It's a really sticky hanging line that is there to ensnare anything that flies into it, like <laughs> uh, spider silk, almost. Wow. So they're attracting prey by glowing into their sort of fishing lines. <laughs> so they're basically a... A mid-air lure, fishing lure. Yeah. That's cool. And there's just things flying around underneath them, looking at the pretty lights, and then, oh, they get stuck on this line, which then gets reeled in by the glowworm. Where's their mouth? Are they bottom feeders? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I couldn't find any... I think it takes a while, so I couldn't find any um, footage of them. It could be that they just pull them up into the glowy bit, or they pull them up and then wrap themselves around it. That's cool, man. Yeah, and then uh, they're in that for three days. And die. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the article I was reading, this, is, this was on a BBC article, uh, mm. sometimes an adult gnat is eaten by one of the worms so they can be cannibalistic. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, can they see? The glow worms? Oh, I have no idea, because, actually. Yeah. If they can't see, they're just... Well, they're, they're worms they in do. a dark cave, so probably yeah. not. 
Well, I mean, um, it's not that dark. They've but imagine blinded by their own light. Imagine being an adult now, only living three days. You've got to, you've got to reproduce in those three <laughs> days. And before you do, you get eaten by somebody else's kid. Yeah. <laughs> you get eaten by your your cousin or your nephew. <laughs> Moving on, uh, this one is my favourite. I think okay. it's called the snapping shrimp. Amazing. Does it does it go around like? Just clicking its fingers and starting fights. Uh, absolutely not. It is also sometimes called the pistol shrimp. Amazing. Because it's got one enlarged super claw. So if it did <laughs> go around doing this, it would kill so many things. Super claw. How big is a shrimp? It's a shrimp. So, you know, we're talking a few, yeah. a couple of inches max. So it, it has a super claw. It's got a super claw. It is a super claw. Because um, it kind of it, like it can cock it like a gun, like it'll right, open it just a little bit further, further. yeah. <laughs> um, and then it will rapidly close its claw, and it closes so fast that the pressure caused shoots a jet of waterfall, creating a bubble which then collapses. And this all happens so fast, and so uh, the resulting heat and pressure you can actually see. Again, there's footage of this. Um, a little flash of light created wow. by the bubble collapsing. <laughs> they cause a mini supernova. Yeah, uh, and you hear it. That's why it's called. It, you, the, this, it's called a snapping shrimp, not because of the action of it snapping, but because of the sound of the bubble that it creates. Wow! And it uses this as a weapon to stun its prey. So it's basically shooting prey with air. With air. Wow! That's that it creates for just closing its hand. That's so, and it, cut, it yeah. opens it a bit, and then so it's yeah. The footage I found of it, um, like there was a link on the article. It's like hiding under a rock, and a little shrimp walks past, and then just out of nowhere, there's like a disturbance in the sand, and this other shrimp just like is completely. It doesn't kill it; it just dazes it. it. Yeah. And then it crawls out from underneath the rock and drags it in. Wow! But you can see like. They show you its claw like open to its full length, and then just go a little bit further, ready to <laughs> ready to shoot. So it's born with a gun instead of a hand. Wow! I mean, it'd be useless outside of the water, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it lives in the water, so that's okay. <laughs> Checking it so fast that it heats up like that. The spark comes from heat. There is heat. But how hot does it? Do we know how hot it could get? Um, I mean, would it boil the water like just around the bubble? Yeah, I think it basically does. Wow, that's so cool! I want one. <laughs> I just drop flies in the water. I think it's the mantis shrimp as well. It might. Um... Oh, there is a really cool one. This I haven't got this in my uh, article, but it's called the boxer crab. Okay, um, and. What it does is pick up sea anemones, venomous sea anemones, and use them as boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got an enemy on either hand. And you just fucking walk sideways, punching the shit out of fish. Yeah, and other crabs. <laughs> and if it loses an enemy, it just rips part of the other one. And put, oh my god, what a badass! If Rocky were a crab. Yeah. They're, they're like underwater is just it's well we said this last podcast 
We said this last time. Did we? Yeah, when you were uh, underwater. I want to know what's there. Mate, you don't. Have you heard of the mantis shrimp? That thing is fucking weird. <laughs> you know blobfish? Yeah, mate. They look so weird. But did you know that that's only what they look like above the surface? Yeah. They look like... We don't know what they actually look like. Octopuses in general. <laughs> fucking... Oh, octopuses are cool. You I mean you've heard the story of the octopus in the aquarium? Uh, there was a tank where fish started to go missing, and so um, the work of the biologists at the aquarium were looking on the security cameras to figure out where these fish were going. And what they found was one tank over. They had an octopus <laughs> that had memorised the walking patterns of the people who were working there, wow. waiting for basically its prison guards to get, turn the corner. <laughs> so that it could climb out of its tank into the other tank, eat a fish and climb back before anybody noticed. Wow, that's so cool. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> there, was, there was an octopus who, like, was op- octopuses hold grudges, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> there was this one octopus, I think it was, like, in a German aquarium, and the, like, the head aquarium, uh, the head uh, person... Biologist, the aquarium. yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- this octopus didn't like this person. For unknown reasons, and, and then that person went away for a couple of years. They just left the aquarium, went to do other things, and then when they came back, the octopus recognised her and still hated her. How did they know that the octopus hated them? Well, it was like, just like splashing water, like, it was like, just like gen- general just dislike and, and like, pissing off to the other tank when they were there. Liked all the other people that were there, recognised and, and got on, got on in, in whatever sense that means, with them. But whenever this one person showed up, they fucked off. There was also an octopus that predicted uh, World Cup football scores. So. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't they not get final right or something? Uh, possibly. I can't, I, I can't remember. I feel that. like they didn't get the final. I don't follow sports. I feel like they didn't get the final right and a lot of people lost a lot of money because of an octopus. <laughs> I think that octopus just hates humanity. Yeah, he, he <laughs> just was playing the long con. Yeah, and playing he, the long con. He, he bet against himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, anyway, number four. Go. This one's cool. The bolus spider. I recognise that name. Do you know what a bolus is? No. It's you will have seen it. It's uh, that kind of hunting weapon from like South America. It's basically a bit of rope with two weights on either oh, end yeah. that get sort of like flung around and thrown. So the idea is that the weights will uh, take the rope and wrap around whatever it gets thrown. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this spider essentially hangs in the air and it creates a bolus. out of. <laughs> so it gets a really globby, sticky bit of thread on the end of another really long bit of silk and then it hangs in the air and just swings that around. Nice. Until it catches something. Which is <laughs> what? He just... He's got like proper forearm strength, so he's just be swinging constantly. Yeah, well, actually, it doesn't need to be swinging constantly, particularly the females. Um, this is brilliant. They can mimic the pheromones of a female moth. Oh my god! So basically, it sits, <laughs> it sits at the top of the, it sits on your ceiling, going, "I'm a moth. <laughs> I'm a moth in heat. Honest boy, boy moths, come see me. I'm a moth." Swing, 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 swing. Meanwhile, <laughs> swinging its bolus around, waiting for something to get in the vicinity, like a lasso. Wow. And then catches a moth and reels it in. That's so cool. It's nuts, isn't it? Oh, 
I'm a moth! <laughs> and just just as the moth gets close enough to go, no, that's a spider. That's a bad idea. Ah! I've been caught. hit with a ball of shit! <laughs> ah, I'm not a moth, really! I know that now! <laughs> Too late. <laughs> And this one, this one is really cool. So we've left um, insects and small creatures behind. We're now looking at a margay, which is a sort of jungle cat that lives in the Amazon. Okay. A particular instance in 2009, researchers in the Amazon um, observed a margay hiding in the bushes and mimicking the sounds of a young injured tamarind. <laughs> wow. A lot of mimicry in the animal yeah, kingdom. Yeah, to lure, but this is a jungle. Get lure it to lure nearby tamarind. So it saw that there was a group of tamarinds over there, thought, over there, hid under a rock or something, or in a bush. Oh, I'm a tamarind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alexa. Oh no, I'm a tamarind. Oh. I promise. <laughs> uh, but it did lure in some tamarinds. <laughs> oh my god! And just as it decided to pounce make uh, make its presence known and try and catch a tamarind there was a lookout that just managed to warn all the other tamarinds in time that that definitely isn't a young tamarind and <laughs> <laughs> um, researchers concluded that although uh, like its hunt that they observed was unsuccessful it is very effective at attracting its prey fucking hell so if this is something that employs like it, as far as I could find this is the only instance where it's actually been observed doing this Bloody hell. That's so cool. That is really cool. It's really intelligent. Yeah. Wow. Like, just m- mimicking. Just being able to... I was going to say, how did it know what a, <coughs> what an injured... I could uh, still kind of feel it in the back of my throat. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm fine. I can't sweat anymore. <laughs> I, keep, I keep wiping my forehead thinking I'm sweating and I'm not. I, I, I'm good now. But yeah, the animals being very very clever yeah in order to animals kill other animals are, animals are cool they're very cool I love animals they're so much better than humans humans are idiots they taste better <laughs> um, what? animals okay uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm comforted by that you shouldn't be <laughs> shall we move on from that yeah I'm gonna have some more fudge. You're you're a strange man. I can't believe you're enjoying this. It's t- mate, the whole point of chilies is that they taste nice. It's not the burn. The burning is just like a, 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 a defense of the chili, basically. Just going, oh no, don't eat me. <clears throat> yeah, I understand that, but it still does that. Yeah, but it's. I don't mind it. I don't mind a bit of heat. It's tasty. And I like tasty chilies, but it's like, when it's like it gets to, to pain where I've got to drink a gallon of milk after <laughs> eating a bit of fudge. It's like going to Nando's and going, yeah, I want an extra hot. Sure. No, but you only do that to impress it's... your day. No, no, I recently... Because what I do now is I order a hot, but get the extra hot sauce on the side. Because it's tasty. It's tasty, man! Oh, yeah, I haven't been to Nando's in such a long no. time. So, Okay. Sorry, I'm just gonna finish my fudge. Yeah. Mm. Maybe wait for it to like <laughs> burn. Yeah. What were you there? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. It's not even down yet. I can't swallow it. <laughs> swallow. Oh my god. Mind over matter. Mind over matter. 
Get off your teeth. With your t- not with your tongue. Oh, what else do I have? <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. The miscellaneous one. Do you know what I've learned this podcast? I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there is a specific kind of jungle cat that is smarter than you. All of them. <laughs> All of them are. Uh. <coughs> I've got a quiz. Excellent, I love oh, a quiz. We love a quiz here. It's always good to end with a quiz. I'm going to keep doing big gestures, and no one can see, because it helps. So in 1965, the UK set up the Law Commission. Okay. A commission put in place... Oh, uh, God. That was a mistake. The, the fucking pot scratchings are fine. The, uh, fudges are not. A commission put in place to update the laws of the land. Um, thousands of laws <coughs> have been repealed by this commission. Oh, however, there are some stupid fucking laws still out there. <laughs> Let's find out how much you know about the laws. That, the things it's still illegal to do to this day. Oh, it is illegal. Number one. Question number one. There's ten questions. Okay. Question number one. How many do I need to get right to win? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, pass me a pen so I can mark it, because we're shit at marking. This is true. What? Pencil will do. Oh, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> that is gone. That is literally gone. <laughs> Where did that go? Did it go back? I think, I think it's done down the back, yeah. Oh, there's my pen. Oh, cool. Okay, number one. Jesus Christ. It is illegal to enter the Houses of Parliament wearing what? Golf shoes. <laughs> Do you want another guess? <laughs> um, a sword. If I, if, if, ooh, ooh, closer. If I was to tell you that this law was implemented in 1313 okay. during a period of political turmoil. You're close with sword, but wearing rather than branding or... Okay. So it's not... Is it a weapon? Uh, it's it's full body... Oh, a suit of armour? Yeah! Question one, suit of armour. So a period of political turmoil, they went, uh, get the fuck out, unless you're willing to get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> In which UK city... (coughs) Oh, God! (coughs) Oh, my God. That's not a clue. (laughs) In which UK city is it legal to shoot a Scotsman with a crossbow upon seeing one? Oh, it's got got to be somewhere near the border, like Hastings or... York. Ah. Yeah, in York, it is legal to shoot a Scotsman upon seeing one. But... Not on Sundays. You're not allowed to do that on Sundays unless God's day. Unless he's drunk or armed. <laughs> In which case, go for your life. There, there's got to be a bit of precedent there. <laughs> Definitely. But I thought it was legal to shoot a Scotsman. Sunday, mate. But he was pissed. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. What could you do with a postage stamp that could get you arrested for treason? 
it, it, well, it's got the Queen's face on it, so it's got to be defacing or burning or... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. There are three, like, defacing, destroying, or placing it upside down on an envelope. That can, that's treason. That's treasonous, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to get the wrong way around. Oh, no! Oh, shit! Arrest him! The Library Offences Act of 1898 made it illegal to do what? Write in a book? Gamble in a library. Okay. Illegal to gamble in a library. Also, illegal to use abusive or obscene language in a library. It's illegal to say fuck in a library. It's illegal to say fuck or bugger in a library. What if I whisper it? It's illegal, mate. Sorry, it's bugger. A... Bugger is illegal. Bugger. Yeah, well, he back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> in 1898, bugger may well have been. Well, it, it would have been. <laughs> but yeah, it, to this day, if you go to a library with your laptop and you partake in online gambling, it's illegal. Like, not allowed to do it. Trespassing. Is illegal. Yeah. Except for hewers and bulkers. What's their job? <laughs> and why are they allowed to trespass? This has got to be... It's illegal for everyone to trespass. No one is allowed to trespass apart from hewers and bulkers. Hewers and bulkers, and what do they do? It's got. I, I've got a feeling this is something to do with the agricultural industry. Okay. So they've got to be doing something with the land that... I mean, farmers own the land that they farm. Yeah. So they're not trespassing. No, but the Hughes and Bookers have got to go to certain farms and do something like... (laughs) Count the amount of produce for tax reasons? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I might give you half a point for that. Uh, Because they... Hughes and Bookers... Specifically in um, the southwest of uh, south, yeah, southwest of England, uh, it's like a tradition that uh, hewers and bulkers uh, stand on cliffs, shouting to fishing boats, directing them to schools of fish. Oh, so they're they're basically allowed to wander onto any land as long as, as they long are as partaking in their yeah. job at shouting at the fishing boats to go. <laughs> that's a good that's a strange job <laughs> it's a strange job you've got to be loud haven't you wow <laughs> imagine being a fishy what yeah he's in fucking turn left <laughs> your left or my left I said your left or my left so far you've got two and a half out of five okay 50% so number six in London it is against the law to shake slash beat what after 8am? <laughs> In London, it is against the law to shake or beat what after 8am? It's a really dark thought in my head. I mean, if that's your answer... A child? <laughs> <laughs> wow! But before 8am, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, gotta set your alarm early to beat the child. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your answer? Yeah, no, is it your carpet? Yes, mat, carpet, or rug. Still illegal to do that. 
Because I assume 8 a.m. is the rush hour, so there's people in the streets and they don't want to get covered in dust and shit yeah, from your house. Sure. I mean, it's a bit. Who's, who's banging a rug? Number seven. The Licensing Act of 1872 explains that operating what three things while drunk is illegal? Uh, what was the 1872. Year? I assume like heavy machinery's got to be on there. Like a train. Uh, or... Steam engine. Yeah. It is one of them. Uh, a horse and carriage of some sort? Horse. Horse is one of them. You've got one more. Boat or a ship? No. This this is going to be the really difficult <laughs> one, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, operate. Uh, oh, what what could be classed as being operated? operated. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get it. <laughs> um. Oh, fudge. No, I'm probably not, am I? The Licensing Act of 1872 that explaining... <laughs> that, oh, sorry, sorry, my mouth is on fire. The Licensing Act of 1872 explains that operating, while drunk, a steam engine, a horse, or a cow <laughs> is illegal. <laughs> what do you think, there's plow animals? Uh, probably, probably they've got steam <laughs> engines on there. Does it count as, as like herding cattle? Does that count as operating? I don't know. <laughs> what about sheep, if that's the case? <laughs> oh my god. No, that, that's fine when you're drunk. So you got two out of three on that one. Okay. I'll give you two points for that. Uh, in which century or decade, if you want to get specific, or year, did it become illegal to handle a salmon under suspicious circumstances? <laughs> Why are you so suspicious about handling a salmon? <laughs> it's not what it looks like, officer. It's oh. just a fish. So what What decade would you say? Or, or if you want to get specific, just go as, as specific as you want. Um, is, is, is it 20th century? I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay. You just asked for the decade rather than the century. But I'm going to go with oh, 17... No, oh, I asked the century or decade. 1760 is... You're in 1760s. It became illegal to handle a su- salmon under suspicious circumstances. 1763. 1763. Wow. You've gone specific. Uh, well, in fact, uh, it's the Salmon Act of 1986. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened there? Why is that in the 80s? <laughs> under su- handling a salmon under suspicious circumstances? That's really hard to say. What happened? Oh my god. All beaches, whales, dolphins and sturgeons, specifically, belong to who? Prince Philip. (laughs) That's really specific. (laughs) (laughs) What What the fuck? I don't know. The Queen's got the swans. You can have the sturgeons. You can have the sturgeons. Beaches, whales, dolphins, and sturgeons. All of those. Uh, Are you saying Prince Philip? Is that your answer? <laughs> no. Um, oh, God, no. No, I've got no idea. Prince Philip. It's going to have to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reigning monarch. Oh, it, okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not Prince Philip, but it's his, it's his missus. <laughs> 
So Ed, Ed, I've got quite there's quite a section on this. Edward II apparently decided he really liked fish, so any captured within three miles of the shore or washed up on a beach should be offered to the monarch just in case they want them. <laughs> so if a whale washes up on Blackpool, uh, Liz, you've got to ask the Queen. Do you, do you fancy it? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Good. All caught th- like three miles is quite a distance offshore. Like, it's got to be. Wow. Offered. Yeah. That is some. That is some power swinging, isn't it? Like, uh, where you? Is that a sturgeon? Where would you catch that? Oh, that's mine then. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> You got, you got to at least ask me if I want it. <laughs> Just in case they want them. That's ridiculous. I'm going to give you half a point for that because you got close enough. <laughs> uh, so this is number 10. Number 10. You so far have... Let me turn it on. Two, three. Six. You've so far got six. We'll say you've passed. Okay, cool. This, this, you've got a D so far. This one for a C. What is it illegal to do on the pavement? Oh, I imagine a lot of things. <laughs> I'm looking. There are there are three things here. If you get one of them, you'll get a point. If you get if, even if you get any of them, you'll get a point. It, the, uh, there's got to be urinate or defecate. Three specific things. None of that. No, no gross indecency kind of thing. Okay. It, I can guarantee that you have done one of these. <laughs> <laughs> got to be something really done like walk backwards it's not that I'll give you two more guesses drive no I mean the pub, uh, in London you're allowed to park on the pavement but up north you are for some reason but I don't know if it's illegal it's just, yeah. um, one more <laughs> come on go like with yeah okay I don't know how to narrow this down for you <laughs> <laughs> they're three oddly specific things um. Oh God! No, lie down. No, they are. It is illegal on the pavement to carry a plank, fly a kite, <laughs> or slide on ice. <laughs> oh, that's not fair! No, right? <laughs> We've definitely done that. Yeah, by accident. It's not like I was trying to. <laughs> it's ice, and I slide. <laughs> Ridiculous! Carrying a plank. Carrying a plank. Get on the road, mate. <laughs> Does it specify the size of plank? No, like, just a plank. If it, like, if I'm just carrying it, like it's a little two by like. Why if why if you need to get it into the building? How do you get it across the pavement? <laughs> oh god! A hiccups. The hiccups have started. <laughs> that's that's. That's all of it. You okay. got you got six. I'm okay with that considering I didn't study. Oh, oh, that's 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 my road. Oh, How God. are you feeling after? Oh, I feel great. There's no burn, but the hiccups have started. Oh, I might have some more. Might have some more of this. Might have some more scratching. It's tasty, man. No, I don't. You haven't had one of these yet. I, I don't care. Come on. I had a bit of fudge for the podcast. You can have and... my milk. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So let's let's oh. wrap things up. Shall we get the fez? Oh, I'm reading for it. 
What we haven't had for we've had animals a lot recently. I want something like <gasps> R and Spore. We haven't had either of those for a little while. Oh, these aren't all folded. Let's fold them. Uh, leave them unfolded so that I can go back and look at what it is I'm supposed to be researching. Well, yeah, we haven't drawn after them a now. week. There you go, fully, fully, fully. So I'm, I'm drawing two, aren't I? Yeah, I've got the miscellaneous next. Yeah. There you go. I got musical theatre. Musical theatre. Mm, had that once before. Yeah, recent one. Oh, toys and games. Oh yay! Haven't had that one. <clears throat> I also have. Oh, if I can unfold this one. Film. Oh, we haven't had that for a while. Musical theatre and film. And toys and games. That's a fun. That's a fun segment. That's gonna be a fun show, man. Fun podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, how how have you found this? I might have some milk now. Yeah, I would. I did, I did buy it. So um, it might settle my stomach. It's a bit alright, this one. What have we learned? What have we learned? Uh, that Carolina Reapers aren't that hot. I was expecting more from that, to be um, honest. If the Queen wanted to, she could be hoarding seafood. But she probably is. We don't know. Just taking all the fucking sturgeon. I've never seen sturgeon in a supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also learned that it is okay to enjoy wine. In whichever way you choose, despite what snobs say. Mm. And that there are some very, very cool animals. creative animals out there. Oh, you went creative. I just said cool. I mean, to be fair, we already knew they were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice one. Yeah. It was good, Cheers, yeah. Mate. Um, enjoy the, the rest of your <clears throat> burny fudge and painful scratchings. The scratchings aren't painful. The, the, like, I, I was more nervous about the scratchings and they... Yeah, weirdly, I... I that's why I went for the fudge because yeah. I thought that would be easier. It'd probably have dairy in. Yeah, <laughs> but, but no, that, that the fudge is much worse. <laughs> ah, yeah, the scratch is delicious. Uh, yeah, so that's that's our show. In uh, our review of the Carolina, the what what's the company called? Uh, the Chili Wizard. The Chili Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> our review of Chili Wizard products. Completely, completely unintentional. <laughs> Not. Unintentionally on brand for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Join, us, join us in two weeks for this has been episode eleven. Episode eleven. Yeah. Join two us for episode in... twelve. Yeah. I've been Luke and he's been Andy and yes, this has. has been Voice for TV. Bye. Thank you for listening to Voice for TV. If you have enjoyed it, please go to iTunes and give us a review or uh, a rating. Five stars will do. That'll be fine. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Voice for TV. We are also on Instagram at Voice for TV. If you want to send us an email, we are Voice for TV at gmail.com. I've been Andy. If you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at Andy Cantalon. Wait, no, I'm at Andy underscore Cancelon. I'm at Andy Cancelon on Instagram. If you want to find Luke, just grab a guitar, give it a strum, and sing his name to the skies. I'm sure he'll hear it. Thank you to Jack Smith for the music. Thank you to Jenny Brown for the amazing artwork. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, keep doing that. Bye bye Sweet. Fucking dick. <laughs> you loved it. You loved it. <laughs> it's a good idea for a segment. I was. I'm so happy. Now that fudge is going to sit there for a while, but they're getting eaten. The scratchings. They're so nice. <laughs>